Hello, mamas. Happy Monday after Mother's Day. So this is going to be a super short episode. We had all the best of plans and the best of intentions, but life kind of got in the way. Um, it was a super busy week for both of us, and we were never able to actually get together to do our special Mother's Day recording, plus some crazy update on the website. Took the entire podcast down for four days, unbeknownst to us until a couple of people mentioned that they tried to um, to subscribe and to leave a review so that they could enter the Mother's Day giveaway, and it, they were told that the podcast was not... Uh, valid. So that was kind of scary. And uh, luckily, after an hour or so of trying to figure out what was going on, I was able to fix that today. And the podcast has been restored. Whew. Anyway, it's been um, a busy week. As all of us moms know, the end of the school year is super crazy. This week, I'm sure many moms have kids doing standardized testing and all kinds of fun stuff like that. Stress levels are high. We've got end of year preparations and parties and closing stuff down and doing all that kind of stuff and it can wear on us. Um, but the message that I wanted to talk about today with it being Mother's Day as I record this is uh, I guess a message for all the moms for whom Mother's Day is really difficult and there are a lot of you, and I am one of them, um, who have suffered the loss of a child or a pregnancy. And I just wanted to let you know that if today was a difficult day, you're not alone. If tomorrow is a difficult day, you're not alone. Um, you're, you're just never alone. Um, for those of you who haven't followed the podcast from the beginning or haven't, heard me talk about my experience. I was blessed uh, in my third pregnancy to be carrying identical twins. And when we were 20 weeks pregnant, they were diagnosed with what's called twin-to-twin -twin transfusion syndrome. Twin-to-twin -twin transfusion syndrome affects identical twins and basically they do not share the placenta equally. One of them receives too much fluid and the other one does not receive enough fluid. And often this just causes immense problems for the babies. While there are a few treatment options out there, none of them are foolproof. And the rate of loss of babies with twin-to-twin -twin transfusion syndrome is, is pretty high. Uh, we were told at 20 weeks that both of our babies were going to die. One of them, uh, Catherine, who's the one who did pass away, had already developed what's called hydrops, where fluid was starting to build up in several uh, places in her body, in particular in her abdomen and around her heart. Her heart could not uh, really take all the extra fluid that she was receiving, and as a result, basically, she developed um, CHD and uh, congenital heart disease and one entire side of her heart stopped functioning and this only caused the fluid to become worse and worse so for 10 weeks we were in and out of the hospital tried numerous procedures and they were born at 30 weeks she lived for two days um Karis, the surviving twin was the also the the donor baby so she was not getting enough fluids she was severely growth restricted and weighed one pound ten ounces so there was quite a while where her life was also in limbo 
and um, we're just so blessed that even though she had to have numerous procedures and spent 12 weeks in the NICU, now she is a very tiny five-year-old, but she is a healthy and happy five-year-old. So we are super blessed, but I know that not everyone is that lucky. And um, I really just, I felt compelled to talk about it, not because I'm still grieving or in that state of grief, but because I know that it can still be really difficult. And I know that the loss of a pregnancy, an infant or a child stays with you forever. Um, I had an interesting conversation the other day as I went to pick up my children from school. I was talking to one of the grandmas who's grandma of one of my daughter. Um, she's one of my, my daughter's friend's grandmas. And she was telling me about her daughter's miscarriage last year and that she had never been through something like that and didn't really know how to talk to her about it and how it often surprised her how emotional her daughter would still get about the loss of that baby. And that even recently she found her daughter crying and asked her, why she was crying and her daughter said she was crying for the baby. So I just ask, um, I guess, if you've never been through a miscarriage or a loss, I know it's really difficult to put yourself in that person's shoes. I know it's difficult to understand. I didn't understand until I had been through it, how someone could grieve so heavily for a life that they never knew. Um, but I think any of us can relate to the fact that from the moment we get the plus sign on that pee stick, we're already envisioning the rest of that child's life. And you know the due date. You remember the due date. You know when that child would have started school. You know when that child would be graduating high school. You know for you know everything. You see other children their age, and it just reminds you of what you don't have. So I guess the point is, of all of this is just to say that if you know someone who's gone through a miscarriage or loss recently, I would ask that you show them compassion and just know that their timeline for healing may not be your timeline. And some people it takes a really long time to get past. So be patient, be kind, be loving, and remember that baby and don't be afraid to talk to the mama about the baby because most moms want to share their baby, want to remember their baby, and want to know that their baby mattered and has not been forgotten. So I didn't mean to be a total Debbie Downer on this episode, but I just, I felt really compelled to speak about this and, and I feel like... um in general, as a society, we don't deal well with loss <clears throat> as a whole, um, but it makes us uncomfortable and a lot of people don't know how to reach out to someone who has been through an experience like this. So um, if if you know me, if you've been around me for a while, you know I blog at catbiggie.com, K-A-T-B-I-G-G-I-E.com. And I give a lot of tips and um, information about grieving parents and what to say and not to say and all those kinds of things on my website. So I would give that to you as a resource if, you, if you've had someone uh, suffer a loss recently and need to know how to engage with them. Granted, each person is different. You know that person far better than I do. So obviously anything that I go has to, anything that I say has to be, um, 
taken with a grain of salt in terms of how your person reacts and, and would respond to any of the suggestions given. The other group of people that I really want to share my heart with today is those who have lost their moms. And I have several close friends who uh, Mother's Day is always really challenging for them because of the fact that their mother died too young. And I want you to know that I'm also thinking about all of you right now and loving you so, so, so much. And just want you to know that you're not forgotten either. And I don't know whether you believe in the afterlife or something bigger than that. But if you do, just rest assured that you'll be with them again, just as I hope that one day I'll be with my daughter again. Anyway, to lighten the mood, I do want to remind you about our incredible giveaway that we have going on for one lucky mama. It's a complete pampering package We've got so much great stuff in it, bath and spa items, um, a 100 Joyful Days for the Millennial Mama journal, copies of both Lose the Cape books. We've got some uh, Jamberry nail polish, two beautiful sets of earrings from Vintage Meets Modern, and all kinds of wonderful stuff. And all you have to do to be entered to win this is to head on over to iTunes and to leave us a review. And we will pick somebody because the podcast was offline for four days and you weren't able to get over there and do that. We are extending the giveaway this week. So again, um, not a super long episode, certainly not a funny episode. Sorry about that. Sometimes though, I think we just got to be real. <clears throat> I hope you guys had a wonderful Mother's Day, however you celebrate it. And I want you to know that if you chose to do something... Um, a little bit non-traditional, that's okay too. Um, I celebrate with a friend of mine who lost her mother a few years ago and each year we get together on Mother's Day and we go have lunch and drinks together and then we go see a movie and that's our special way of remembering our own mothers and um, remembering our babies that aren't with us and just celebrating ourselves on Mother's Day and I think that even though not everyone understands why I do that, um, I know not everyone understands it. As as my sweet friend Tara Bosler said to me today that sometimes loving your children means putting yourself first. And there are many different ways of loving your children. And that does not make you a bad person or a bad mom if you choose to do things differently. So from Aubrey, my silent podcasting host today, and myself... We hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day. We hope that you will enter to win the prize pack. And uh, we want you to know that we love you. And lose that cape because it's just holding you back.